Welcome back to 1360 KPXQ. I am Warren Stewart filling in for Tom Brown today on Cornania. If you're just tuning in, uh, we are talking about the topic of immigration. And uh, we do want you to call in if you have any comments or questions. Call 602-274-1360. 602-274-1360. And like I said earlier, my guests today are Olga Eros, and she is from E Latina Voices with 900 women represented there and where she does a lot of her work. And we also have Russell Smolden of B3 Strategies. And so I'm going to have... Olga, start us off and give us a, her history and her thoughts on the immigration issues and everything that's going around with the Arpaio and Donald Trump connection and uh, listen as she speaks from her wisdom. Thank you. My history includes the farm worker movement. I am a protege of the Cesar Chavez movement because right. my family came from the farm worker movement. Hmm. And, of course, um, being the founder of several organizations in corporate America and working in corporate America for over 20 years, as well as working for government as the deputy director for equal opportunity with the city of Phoenix, and today a businesswoman and a children's advocate is where my comments come from. I have been an activist a very long time looking out for our children. And there is definite, um, clear messages that Donald Trump delivered Mm -hmm. that resonate uh, not only with our Latino community in a very negative way, but also resonate with other Americans who are very conscious for uh, for the protection of children and families Mm -hmm. and their reunification in this immigration debate. Uh, The fact that we have a presidential candidate out there who is using his words to divide and to cause uh, divisiveness in our communities along with hatred and coupling those with a sheriff who um, is currently in court for racial profiling is something to be concerned about. Uh, The fact that, once again, they have put Arizona into the national news and giving us, once again, a negative image, Mm -hmm. along with um, Latinos, along with all immigrants, and all that that comes with it, and painting us, once again, in a very negative way, including our children. Yes. Is is high is of high concern uh, and should be to any American and certainly any human being yes. um, in in this country. Yeah. Uh, so we are not in agreement, obviously, with any of his comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we uh, we implore him to use his words to unify people, to bring them together as any president ought to, mm-hmm. and represent all of the segments in the United States. That's right. So were you there at the, the rally or the debate? Yes, okay. I was there at the rally, listening to the words of the protesters, mm-hmm. observing what was going on and the treatment thereof, yeah. um, listening to the comments of, of either hate yes. um, or bigotry or just basically go, go back to Ma- Mexico. And with that understanding, yeah. I am a fourth generation in this country. Mm. Parents and grandparents were born here. People need to know that. 
Uh, they also need to know that we have been a part of this country long before it was the United States. So That's we right. have roots and we care about this nation. We have been contributing to this nation mm-hmm. all of our lives, including beginning with um, agriculture to manufacturing and to construction. And we continue to be small business operators that hire yes. people and provide jobs. When I was out there, thank you. When I was out there, I, I, that was where my thoughts exactly. When they were yelling, go back to Mexico as, as, as an African-American, of course, yes, I was born in America and a great deal of generations of my people were born here. However, it made me think of how they used to tell black people, go back to Africa. First of all, <laughs> we were taken from Africa. <laughs> And then second of all, Mexicans and Native Americans were here way before any Europeans came here. And so I think people forget the history of, let's just keep it to Arizona, the history before Arizona became a state over a little over 100 years, 103 years ago, that Hispanics and Native Americans were here. And so to come to a uh, a state like Arizona and and make these remarks is ridiculous. And for the people, I saw this video last night to display this hate was it was I could not believe it. It was baffling. I saw the sign that was raised during the rally and the people ripping the sign down away from the Hispanic people. And when I was on the outside walking around this lady tried to jump over the gate and attack some people and, and some city officials that I knew that were there with the police. They said, I cannot believe the hatred that is out here. And that is generated by our elected officials mm-hmm. or people who are seeking office that yes. choose to gain politically from making such comments and building on people's hate for one another yes. instead of following a faith a faith and a path mm-hmm. and a process to resolving problems. Our Congress has not been willing to yes. deal with the issue of immigration. Yeah. And maybe Donald Trump's comments um, may generate some other comments from other presidential elect um, mm-hmm. uh, individuals who are interested in being president mm-hmm. and pro a poke our, our Congress to saying this is an American issue that you should be dealing with and right. you were elected to deal with this problem and you are not. Right. And so for for us that uh, feel that this debate is an important one and for them to take such an important issue mm-hmm. and diminish it in the way that they have through hatred and divisiveness and, mm-hmm. and the kind of political gains that can be made on the backs of people who are struggling yes. is is for me and for others, just unacceptable. Yes. I'm going to ask you this question, and I'm going to throw it to Russell. Um, Being in the political arena, why do you feel this has escalated? It is escalating because it may be the most hottest issue, and maybe it is a civil rights issue Mm -hmm. of this decade. Mm -hmm. Um, We certainly have been fighting for civil rights for a long time. E-Latina Voices came into this picture because they were proposing birthright citizenship Mm -hmm. and since we had fought so hard against segregation in our lifetime and here we were getting ready to segregate our children at birth it was just not feasible that anyone would allow that to happen Mm -hmm. and so we jumped into the ring to protect the rights of children born in the United States which Mm -hmm. are guaranteed by the 14th amendment Mm -hmm. and as long as those people out there are doing those kinds of things then we have to be ever vigilant of the rights of women, of 
children, our family. And if we could deal with the issue of family reunification and the protection of children born in the United States and and young people raised in the United States through the immigration debate, Mm -hmm. then maybe we can get some solutions. Amen. That's great. Russell, what are your thoughts and your history and how you are involved in in your views on immigration? I'm a... Uh, I've been in the political uh, business for over 30 years mm-hmm. uh, professionally. I've worked for a congressman. I've represented several corporations and, and, um, in the political world, and, and I've been involved in politics my whole life. Um, and I can tell you that with 15 candidates for um, president out there now announced from the Republican side, uh, we're going to see these types of issues occur where somebody's trying to get a leg up on the issue. Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump has always been a showman. He's yeah. always been. It, it's a little interesting that, that we're doing this in a, in a building uh, where Donald Trump and his company wanted to build another building just yeah. down the street from mm-hmm. here several years ago. Uh, and so it's we rejected him once. I'm right. guessing we're going to reject him again. But he's playing to the base of about a third of the population of Republicans out there. Yeah. And with that many folks in the race, the sad part to me is is that the media gives so much credibility mm-hmm. to this this the, the way the way this comes about. Mm-hmm. Arpaio's same thing. Yeah. I mean, they say, whatever comes out of their mouth, it gets reported. Um, at ball games, when there's a fight in the stand, we don't show the fight on TV. Right. When somebody jumps onto the field, we don't show that on TV. Mm-hmm. And yet when these people say these incredibly outrageous, unchristian things, yes. Um, I, I take great offense at that. I'm I'm the chairman of the board of the Greater Phoenix Urban League. I've been involved in the Urban League and and the minority uh, uh, communities within Phoenix for for almost since say 25, 26 years. And I can tell you that getting people together is the most important thing. Not yes. tearing people apart. And it's like Olga says, getting these families back together is the most important thing we can do, not only politically and sociologically, but as Christians. It's our duty and our obligation to make that happen. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. Um, It, 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 you know, as a as an African-American and and knowing the history of of slavery and so many things for me to respond, it it is just saying that I, I understand the struggle, even though. I can't trace my ancestors back to slavery. It, it, it stirs the justice in me to respond. And it's sad when we don't have enough Christians responding to discriminatory remarks like, like this. You know, we live in a generation where you just pull out the phone and you watch the fight and you record it. You don't break it up. And so it, it, it is sad that, and, and I'll say this because um, I don't need people to like me. I need you to love Jesus. So you don't have to like me. Um, <laughs> let's just be very clear. I'm, I'll say some things that you you will probably be offended by, and that's okay. Um, but I think people hold more true to their political preferences and parties more than to the scriptures. And this is a Christian radio station, so I can talk about Jesus. Matter of fact, even if it was secular, I'd talk about Jesus because I'm not afraid. However, there, like you said, Russell, there has to be a Christian response 
from some people. And if you're not a Christian, whatever religion you may be, we represent Jesus. But at the end of the day, there should be a response to humanity's brokenness and problem and us coming together and not saying, oh, that's an Hispanic issue. That's a white issue. That's a black issue. No, it's a human issue. It's a civil rights issue. When you see somebody saying we are better than you and you are you are underneath us like Donald Trump. I have a Donald Trump tie and I thought about cutting it and burning it up until I talked to Elle and and she reminded me of the children of color that have to make his his suits and ties and clothes. You know, it, it, it's so it's so amazing that we forget the people of color that help us and help have helped this country, have used the sweat, the tears, their families have been broken and they have been used to help build this country, but yet these politicians and presidential candidates want to bring them down. So we, we cannot forget the history in America. And I know a lot of people don't like history and they, they think, oh, we're dealing with issues of race and we need to get over it. No, we don't. We need to keep dealing with this because there's a reason why it keeps occurring. And we're going to dig deeper into that. Call in and watch us, um, not watch us, but uh, go online, listen live, tell everybody, tweet us, Facebook us, 602-274-1360. I'm Warren Stewart Jr., hosting for Tom Brown. We will be back and dig deeper into this issue of immigration. <laughs> 